Bringing back the 90s. This is a world premiere exclusive. And don't forget who played it first. Podcasting out of Ohio. Holy Toledo in the building. It's going global to podcast. We talk about everything from beginning to end. And you're born to win. And I'm your host, Michael Shaw. Let's get it. Good day, good day, good day, brothers and sisters. Welcome to Going Global, the podcast. Y'all know how I do. We're going to start this off with a little bit of prayer. So, Heavenly Father, we come to you during this time with our hearts open. And we ask that you allow us to decrease and allow your spirit to increase and to lead us and to guide us into truth. And in this moment, in this time that we spend with you, Heavenly Father, we exalt your name above all names. And as your word says, when two or three gather in my name, there I am in the midst. And we're holding on to your word and we're pressing in the name of Jesus. And we bind and rebuke any demonic stronghold, any wicked scheme that the enemy has planned for the body of Christ, for the kingdom, for all believers that hear this. In Jesus' name, we thank you. Amen. Oh, do it, won't he do it? Yes, he will, yes, he will. Amen, amen, ain't he good? Let's tune it up, tune it up. We got Quandra Banks, a brand new joint, blazing the internet. Let's get it. Yeah. Growing up as a child, I always wanted to find a thing. And I knew one day, through my struggle that made me a strong woman I'm a survivor through the pain through the hurt yeah I made it out but I thank God if it wasn't for him I'd be nowhere or nothing
dive into the message today and the topic would be deliverance now this is something that everybody can grab something from and relate to and we all when I say we all me included we fight the same fight over and over unless we let some things go Satan is not our problem we are Satan is not your problem you are he doesn't have any power until we release it to him I'm going to be honest with all of you and say, at a point in time in my life, I was loving something that was killing me. I enjoyed the stronghold of sin. Now, stronghold can be defined, my definition of it is, is a mindset impregnated with hopelessness that causes the believer to accept something that he or she knows is contrary to the will of God. Now, that's my definition of a stronghold. It is a mindset impregnated with hopelessness that it causes the believer to accept something that he or she knows is contrary to the will of God. Satan tries to make us relive our past sins. He is truly powerless. If he can't get you to sin, his famous trick is just simply distracting you from what God told you to do and what God placed in your heart. Now being fogged and tricked by Satan will lead you with a sinful mindset. And, and, and that consists of a few things. And one is it doesn't have the ability to know or serve God because of its rejection to God. It makes what is wrong right in the mind, leading the person to justify their actions. A sinful mindset doesn't seek 
things that please God. A sinful mindset speaks in a manner of self, and self is always number one before anyone. And as we know, a life and death is in the power of the tongue. The Lord delivers us, but we don't make the necessary adjustments to maintain our deliverance. You can't plan to overcome and fail at the same time. Birth control, for example. You plan not to get pregnant, but you have unprotected sex, where the goal of sex is creation beyond pleasure. So you can't plan to overcome and fail at the same time. Now there's numerous things to be that you may classify as a stronghold or or you may see as a problem or or you may see as a as a stumbling block. And these are all things to be delivered from, such as drug addiction, sexual desires outside of marriage, masturbation, sexual lewd acts, generational curses, any habit that is out of control, anything that appeases the word of God that goes against it. And the opinion of others and people in general are things to be delivered from. And I can attest that I suffer from things on this list too. I had to be delivered from drug addiction. I wasn't married. I was engaged before. But I was I was yearning for women, lusting for women. I was burning with the passion. Partook in masturbation. Till I understood what the devil was using. What the devil was not forcing me to do he showed me what to do and tempted me and I, and I was tempted away by my own desires and I know science in, in the world nowadays has justified certain things as far as the with with gay marriages and and, and selling and selling sex and masturbation being okay it's to the point nowadays to where people are masturbating on camera and you can sell it Where not only couples are, are are getting together selling sex tapes, but it's individuals that are just conspiring together in wickedness to to sell sex. And these are things to be delivered from. Generational curses. It may be drinking going on in your family. It may be adultery. It may be it may be just lust. It, it, whatever it is, you can be delivered from. It. The mouth, the ears, and the eyes are the gates to your heart. That is found in the book of Mark, chapter 7, verses 18 to 23. And the book of Matthew, chapter 15, verses 15 through 20. The mouth, the ears, and the eyes are the gateways to your heart. Movies and music affect your walk with Christ. Their impressions will leave a mark and entice you into action over time. For example, you see big corporations that are that are backed by principalities that are evil, that are not of God. And you'll see the slogan, obey your thirst and just do it. From some big names, big corporations, they know how to feed, they know how to feed your mind, they understand how it works. So it may sound harmless. But you add that simple phrase into a daily sin action. Now look, the enemy has a small victory. 
For example, I would tell myself, I'm not going to smoke, I'm not going to drink. But I would get around my friends and just, oh, God got me. No, I ain't even going, I can speak up. I got courage, I got confidence in self. But then I would justify, not by seeing a Nike commercial, just do it. By being repetitiously, repeatedly downloaded in my subconscious to obey my thirst and to just do things, to just YOLO, you live once, just do it, just do it. Oh, I know I can repent. These are all tricks of the enemy, and I can attest to them. Yes, they sound harmless, but you add that phrase into a daily sin, and now, look, that's a small victory. God foreknew the power of music. The book of Psalms is, number one, the middle of the Bible. Two, it takes you into the presence of God. Three, it defeated armies at battle. Four, the largest book in the Bible. He made it the middle of the Bible intentionally, I believe. Our lives are centered around music that we listen to. Now just think of cultures, different nations, and how serious music is. From a funeral to a baby being born. It's music. It's energy, the vibes. Everything around you is a seed or a ministry. Whether you realize it or not, a seed is planted in your heart through the gates of your ears, your eyes, and your mouth. You can reference the book of Mark, chapter 7, verses 18 through 23. The TV plants a seed. It tells a vision, television, by broadcasting images. Images are how thought patterns are created. And we all know that thoughts become words and words become actions. John 1, 1 says, in the beginning, there was the word. Then the word became flesh. The radio is powerful. It is a powerful impression and a major influence. It impacts the way you think and you act. The devil is a fabricator. The mishap. Bible calls him the prince of the air in Ephesians chapter 2 verse 2. He was the minister of music in heaven. God intended worship to be with hands up. And Satan, being cunning, corrupted it with commands and songs. Like wave your hands in the air like you don't care. And to some that may seem, oh, well, that's not harming nobody. But think about when you worship God. It's more than just music. It's more than just crying out. It's your whole body. It's your essence. It's everything that you do. Your daily life is worship. How you talk is worship. How you deal with people is worship. All that is a reflection of your creator, God. Now the influence of music is being used for evil. And in an ungodly manner nowadays in this gener not only by my generation, but in this time, in this age. It is to draw you to sexual immorality, lust, to do drugs and other acts against God's known will. Hear me clearly, all music isn't bad. Just songs with vulgar violence and sexual content. And on Going Global Podcast, you're not going to hear none of that. You're going to hear different flavors, different states different vibes, all God, all kingdom music. That's going to benefit your spirit. Any music that is lustful, pornographic music will entice you, sexual music will entice you to call or act upon your thoughts that you get from the music, sex songs, breakup songs. Anything that causes you to stumble, slip, or fall in a sin, get rid of it. 
Matthew chapter 18 verses 8 through 9 is a reference confession has to take place for your sanctification the openness of your heart allows and give God the access and permission to deliver and set you free from the area that has entangled you for far too long he is not going to go somewhere you won't let him you can begin by praying to God for him to reveal and expose the areas in your life in order for for you to see where the change needs to take place in most cases in the most cases people know that know the areas they need to be delivered from so be real and open up with God be vulnerable and don't fake the phone God no God can't bless what you pretend to, what you pretend to be he can't bless you that's not who he created that's not who the world needs even in prayer, we can take our fake personas with us and God be sitting back like, I can't go where you're not letting me. The book of Colossians chapter 3 verse 5, it reads, So put to death the sinful earthly things lurking within you. Have nothing to do with sexual immorality, impurity, lust, and evil desires. Don't be greedy, for a greedy person is an idolater. Worshiping the things of this world. Now verse 6, because of this sins, the anger of God is coming. You used to do these things when your life was still a part of the world. But now is the time to get rid of anger, rage, malicious behavior, slander, and dirty language. Don't lie to each other. For if you have stripped off your old sinful nature and all its wicked deeds, but on your new nature Put on your new nature and be renewed as you have learned to know your creator and become like him. In this new life, it doesn't matter if you're a Jew or Gentile, circumcised or uncircumcised, barbaric or uncivilized, slave or free. Christ is all that matters and he lives in all of us. That's Colossians 3.5. Another point of reference in 1 John chapter 1, verse 9. I'm flipping now. I tried to have it ready, but I'm just going with the Spirit. Now, First John, now First John, chapter one, verses nine and ten reads: But if we confess our sins to Him, He is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unwickedness, from all wickedness. If we claim we have not sinned, we are calling God a liar and showing that His word has no place in our hearts. The question is not, can God do it? It is, will you let him do it? And do you really want to be delivered? Now I'm going to pray a prayer of surrender. Join me. Repeat after me. Lord Jesus, I come to you with my hands lifted up and my heart open. 
surrendering. I can't stay as I am. I've shooted you out and have gone against your will and your word. I have fought too long. Now at the areas that you have been struggling with. I fought too long with addiction, lust, pornography, and rebellion. And I will no longer allow the devil to have authority. And I will no longer allow the devil to control my life. Satan, I cancel every attack and every assignment you thought you had on my life. And I am no longer in bondage to you or the areas that you're praying to be delivered from. I am no longer in bondage to you or the areas of lust, addiction, and pornography and rebellion. I take the handcuffs off of me and place them onto you. I am no longer bound. The Bible says in 1 John 1, 9 and 10 that if I confess my sins, that you, Lord, will be faithful and just to forgive my sins. And you, Lord, will cleanse me from all unrighteousness. I repent and turn away from sin that I recognize and reveal to me the one that I am not aware of. Shape and mold me like only you can. Remove anything that is not like you. Create in me a clean heart, Lord, and renew in me a right spirit. My desire is to please you. Enlighten my eyes to a greater understanding of you and your word. Open my eyes to see as you see. I thank you for loving me with an everlasting love, for forgiving me, blotting out my sins, cleansing me, and placing me back in right standing with you. I thank you, Lord, for accepting me as I am, but most of all, for not leaving me that way. You are Lord over my life, and I give you complete access to every area of my life to bring about the change you desire to see in my life. I thank you for what you have done and for all you are about to do in my life, and I claim this in the mighty name of my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. No weapon formed against me shall prosper. And I place Jesus at the center of my heart. God, I place you back on the throne. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. And amen. Now praise the Lord for your victory and deliverance. You have surrendered and been set free for the hands of the enemy are no longer on you when you have the victory. So live in this confidence. Rest in God and rest assured that God did not give us the spirit of fear, but a power of love and a sound mind. <laughs> Philippians 1.6 Praise in our glory. Be the God. Won't we do it? Won't we do it? We do it. Just thank God. Thank God. God do it. Hallelujah. Now let's keep it rolling. And fresh after that, this is another joint from Miss Banks. My prayer. This song saved me, delivered me. And I feel this in my soul. It changes things, it changes things.
my prayer. 